Welcome to episode 40 of Lost in Immersion, your weekly 45-minute stream about innovation. As VR and AR veterans, we will discuss the latest news of the immersive industry. Yeah, it's a 40th episode already. And about our sound problem, we made some correction. We'll see if it stays. And uh, thank you for your patience. So, Fabia. Yeah, hello, thanks. Uh, so today I want to talk about um, a very inter interesting conference that was uh, released on YouTube uh, by uh, Douglas Lalmond. So uh, he's a senior director at uh, Re Reality Labs uh, Meta, and he oversees the uh, VR headsets, uh, visual part, uh, so visual development and what's what's to come and uh, he has this very interesting concept is um, the visual uh, Turing test so uh, we know the Turing test is famous in AI is like at which point do we uh, the interaction with an AI is uh, not distinct from uh, in interacting with a human and his concept of the visual Turing test is more like at which point uh, wearing a headset will uh, become uh, like as if we were looking uh, to, at, at the reality. And so he goes through uh, um, uh, a bunch of uh, concepts that Meta is working on to to go there. So obviously we are we are not there, but uh, there are a few things that we already talked about uh, that he is making updates on and uh, new things as well in uh, in this uh, presentation. Um, so he has, uh, he's talking about two challenges. Uh, the first one is the comfort of the VR headset. So obviously currently uh, most of the VR headsets are quite uh, heavy. Uh, they are large. Um, the, the comfort of the eyes as well and uh, the sensation uh, of the brain is not as uh, good as it could be, at least not to have a, a, a perfect pass through. And uh, of course, the uh, quality, the realism of the, uh, the pass through videos and the uh, cameras. So, um, well, again, he goes through uh, different concepts. Um, the, the first one being uh, butterscotch. So we talked about it. Um, it's a, a concept where the focal is variable depending on where uh, your eyes are looking at in uh, virtual reality. And um, uh, I actually uh, had uh, the chance to test it um, a couple weeks back. And I have to say it's pretty good. Um, I was kind of impressed by how uh, fast the, um, the change of uh, focal is uh, happening on, on that base. Um, I was expecting a lot more delays uh, when switching the, the point of view. Um, and the uh, calibration as well was pretty fast. I'd just like to, to look at uh, a few points that were moving um like the 20 seconds and then the calibration was done um 
So of course, uh, all of the concepts that uh, he's showing in this video and the butterscotch is one are not ready for production. It's just like what uh, could have yeah, had that become. Um, but uh, yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty interesting to see and to test. Um, another concept is, uh, so uh, Butterscotch is a hardware uh, solution here. Uh, what he's showcasing is a software solution to, um, uh, so, so you know uh, that one of the biggest problem now in the pass-through devices, it's the distortion. Uh, that you have because the cameras are not exactly at the position of the eyes. Uh, and this is something that uh, most uh, devices have. And uh, the, the AI model that uh, this concept is using is trying to undistort the uh, field of view uh, and the, the cameras with uh, AI models. Um, so yeah, that's uh, another way of improving the uh, quality of uh, the pass-through. Um, another one is something that we talked about is uh, to adjust the, the way that the uh, reality is captured. So uh, using this kind of uh, uh, multiple uh, focal points, multiple uh, cameras here, multiple lenses, sorry. Uh, in this uh, uh, prototype, so to uh, to avoid this uh, distortion uh, completely. Uh, and finally, uh, something that is very interesting is um, he's showing a paper from uh, 2021, which is called uh, Reverse Pass-Through VR. Um, and I checked it, it's a legit paper. It's actually, uh, it was actually published in 2021, which is basically the same uh, concept as uh, the Apple Vision Pro, which is basically uh, to, the, to reproject the uh, eyes on the outside screens to, uh, so the goal here is for the, uh, Turing test to be for you, of course, if you are in a VR headset, but also for the other people um, to think that it's uh, really your eyes. Um, so that's that was a very interesting uh, conclusion for him. Um, so of course we can say, oh, maybe Apple kind of uh, did a copy of this uh, for for the Vision Pro. Um, I don't think so. I think uh, it's more like a coincidence, um, but uh, it's uh, it's very interesting to see the different concepts uh, that they are currently working on. Uh, so if this kind of um, technology is uh, interesting to you, I, I recommend watching that video. Uh, we'll put the link in the description, which is uh, uh, a very interesting video. Um, so yeah. That's uh, in a very short way my uh, summary of this. Um, and I'm curious to know what you guys think. Uh, maybe start with you, Seb. <clears throat> yeah, it's interesting to see that 
is considering that right now the the version that are coming soon of the headset like one or two years will be acceptable for the Turing test or, or maybe later for the vari the variable for focal but um, yeah do, do you feel the same having tested this device do you feel the, that it's uh, mocks the reality and you can feel that everything that you see in the headset is real or, the, or does it still like um, also <clears throat> some graphic performances to really run the heavy scene? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think the uh, for the butterscotch, like the weight of the device, the the fact that you can feel the engines moving uh, when the the small motors they are they are uh, they are moving for the focal, so you can feel it, um, and the field of view. So the resolution is pretty good. Uh, I think it's very close to uh, the retina, but the field of view is quite uh, narrow. Um, and I think he's saying in, in his video, like, we are not there. Mm. Uh, we still need like uh, many, many uh, years and uh, iterations to go there. Um, yeah, it's like small steps. Right, so he's basing, <clears throat> It's just a guess, or does he has like a laboratory or a lot of uh, documents prove his point where it has been tested and confirmed that when it has this quality or at this resolution or with this technology of uh, varifocal? Uh... Um, I think it's a guess from him. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, because right. I don't. I don't think until we have like um, uh, uh, real user testing, uh, we, we won't be able to really know. Um, mm. And uh, like testing during a long time, um, you know, so yeah. All right. <clears throat> okay, uh, Guillaume? Yeah, for, first of all, I'm glad that we, we've talked about all the solutions that he's presenting. That he's presenting. Uh, so we are up to date to this. <laughs> and uh, um, well, I guess one, one headset that is missing is the latest Vario XR4 that we've talked about because they are claiming that we can't make the difference between real and virtual anymore. So it would be very interesting to have his feedback about this. But I, I guess due to the uh, pricing tag of this, and uh, especially the and the, the avail availability of this headset, we we won't have uh, that much review of it, which is in kind of a bummer because I, I guess there are we we would have a lot of things to learn about this headset. But uh, when it's around 10k, I I don't think that we will be able to have. A lots of YouTubers review or <laughs> uh, so we'll see. But yeah, I, I get this headset might uh, might change something at some point, uh, especially if what they are claiming is right. Um, but yeah, very, very interesting to see the the procedure, procedure and uh, all the different steps to 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 uh, yeah classify all those uh, new headsets and about the. Um, the yeah the, the the reflection of the eye or the, the display of the eye uh 
you, you said that maybe Apple or we could say that Apple copied this, but we know that there have been a lot of works uh, about projecting what the the user is doing inside the headset. I guess it's it was one of our first episodes when we we had those googly eye, like uh, very cartoonish, uh, in front of the the headset, and we we made fun of this <laughs> because it was very weird to see some those googly eye and uh, um, that were just uh, representing where the 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 user were looking. So. Uh, there were a lot of lots of uh, works about this, so it's just not one paper; it's one uh, among many. One. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. It's uh, uh, it's kind of an easy joke to uh, to make, uh, but uh, there was there were many other uh, people working on that. Um, yeah, I think he, he doesn't talk about uh, the Vario because so he's from Meta, so he, he will only yeah. talk about the uh, Meta headset. But uh, yeah, especially something, I think we already talked about it, but something I'm really curious to see on the Vario, Vario is the mixed reality cameras that focus where you are looking. I think it, it, it can be really a game changer uh, for mixed reality. So, Hopefully, at some point, we will have the um, we will be able to test it. I guess Seb would be uh, the one that uh, is <laughs> you're you're closest to them. So maybe you you will see if you can catch it set or or simply see one of them on uh, on a trade show. Yeah, that's in what Europe. I was going to say. Yeah, at Laval, maybe. Mm -hmm. I will see uh, if they plan to be there. Um, yeah, I'll definitely go test. Okay, so yeah, we'll see uh, still how many years until the visual Turing test is passed. Until then, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, Seb now? Yeah, so. On my side, I wanted to talk about this new device that has been uh, new air glasses that has been announced by uh, Reneo, uh, TCL, sorry. It's the Reneo X2, which is uh, kind of, from what I understand, an upgrade from a Google Glass uh, where there is uh, really some, some tracking. It's using the Qualcomm Stratagon XR2, so quite a powerful uh, processor. There are not linked to anything there is no cable you wear it uh, and the the processor is inside the glasses so it's quite a small form factor for this one and um, they've got several cameras embedded here in the in the center of the of the of the device um, so one cameras and a depth sensor from what i understand and are talking about having multi-language uh, dialogue translation in real time, um, smart navigation with SLAM. So I guess they, they will have a, a good enough camera to do that. I hope so. They are not announcing the the, the quality of the of the webcam they have embedded in the in the device. Um, it seems like they have a nice uh, screen, but like we can see here, uh, the their position seems to be quite centered, so it will be a narrow field of view. 
so information that keeps in the center of your field of vision and and yeah they are ma mainly uh, focusing apparently from what i can see uh, on having like a mobile phone uh, on your on your head uh, and being able to have a call a person listen to music uh, uh, i guess uh, taking video or photo uh, but not watching via uh, augmented reality full, full uh, experience with 3D uh, displayed around you. So I don't know what is your thought about that, if you saw the news, if you have any information that I missed. Fabien, if you want. Um... Yeah, I think uh, to me that the, the, there are a lot of devices currently that um, have similar uh, goals, I think. Uh, so basically, uh, you have the goal is to have a, a, a very large screen in front of you um, uh, without the need of, of a screen. <laughs> um, uh, so like the Enreal glasses or uh, the Xiaomi glasses as well. Um, but uh, on this one, what I'm worried about is, as you said, said the, the screen seems very small. Uh, so I'm really curious to see how, like the, the, the if, if there is really a, a possibility, for example, to watch a movie, uh, or if it's just more small informations, um, like, as you say, the Guillaume uh, assisted reality kind of glasses, instead of uh, um, uh, like glasses to play a game or, uh, or watch a movie. So, um, so yeah, seeing the, the size of the, um, the screen, maybe it's more assisted reality. Yeah, yeah. This kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that's the, the main focus uh, on this one, looking at the glasses and the way they can display stuff, even the, the pictures they are sharing. It's really focusing only on small things displaying in the center, but to help you uh, in your daily life. Yeah. Any thought, Guillaume? Yeah, uh, for, for the, my first thought is that uh, um, compared to other manufacturers of this kind of glasses, they integrated uh, captors, uh, unlike the ribbon glasses, for example, which are just smart glasses in a way that is just displaying is it's not displaying is just um, an interface to 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 your smartphone. So. It's more like you said the the supposed to be released at some point the, the Xiaomi glasses which were supposed to have some six uh, degrees of freedom tracking as well, but we we can't see any release date now, so I don't know if the uh, the project is dead at this point. Um, you enlightened uh, the autonomy, so uh, I'm glad you you found the information, which is about one hour. It's very, very short, even if you are uh, taking your glasses for a, for a ride with your bike. Uh, uh, I, I wonder why they, 
uh, chose the standalone device version because mon most of the other manufacturers are using your the, your smartphone as uh, the computer power. Uh, I guess they should get better autonomy by doing that. Uh, so they they, they sh maybe they, they don't have any partnership with other uh, with Google or other manuf phone manufacturer for for them to have this kind of uh, possibility. Uh, and the la my last thoughts about this is I, I found it very funny that all the glasses have basically the same design. Well, the the, fr the glasses frame is like always a Ray-Ban-like uh, glasses. However, I don't think we are all wearing the same kind of glasses. So it's, yeah, it's it's kind of gimmicky at this point to see that if you want smart glasses, it should look like uh, Ray-Ban's glasses or all. Uh, this was the, the kind of glasses I, were wearing, I was wearing when I was a kid. So it, it's very uh, it's very funny for, for me to, to see that. Um, but I guess this is, the trend, so uh, they should uh, uh, they should do all the the same uh, design. But yeah, very, very interesting to see. Uh, I didn't hear about this, uh, so I think their communication is not perfect at this point. And uh, as always, when we are seeing these kind of devices and the promises they are um, they are giving us. Uh, is that the, the main question is, is that real? And uh, uh, indeed, uh, how about the, the field of view? Is it usable or is it just one first version or prototype of um, what could be the real deal at some point? Yeah, I agree. They are not announcing any pricing yet. Uh, they say it's coming soon. So I guess that's still trying to find who they will sell it to and what will be the use case for, for those. Uh, if it's only navigation information, basically replacing your phone, but without the ability to watch movies or pictures or dig into a website through the glasses, mm -hmm. then uh, if it's only small information that you could have when you take your phone and look at it, uh, and it's an every price, I guess, uh, for this kind of glasses. so. I doubt they have a, a really clear vision on who they will target. I guess they will target, after all, uh, industries, because mm. this could be useful in a warehouse uh, or doing stuff with instruction being displayed in your glasses. That's still a, a good uh, use case. And if they last three hours, uh, then could be usable for some 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 use case in the industry. Mm. Uh, Apart from that, uh, I don't see someone spending a lot of money for this kind of uh, small information being displayed uh, in front of you. Mm. And yeah, I think that's it for me on that subject. Okay. So for me, I have several news. It's all rumors and dramas. So. Uh, the first of one, the first one I would like to talk about is um, uh, the release of Gemini last week by Google. Uh, it's been a long time that we've, we've spoken about uh, AI, but now there are those main players that are releasing their their own version. Um, 
So there, there were Google, there were Meta, and uh, I guess Elon Musk slash Gork, but I, there, I, I didn't see much news about this, despite the fact that there were some, uh, yeah, rumors and so on. So I won't speak much about Gork, uh, but my main interest is about Gemini and the kind of drama associated with, with it. So uh, I guess every one of you saw the the release video on all the communication associated with. Uh, there were like three, four different videos. Uh, one mainly displaying and uh, communicating that the, the model that is supposed to be better than any other AI model on the market, especially uh, through their ben benchmarks uh, and so on. And uh, there were one video I saw. I've seen. Uh, I saw about um, how their AI can help you develop new piece of code and how it is better uh, generating uh, code. And the last one, which is the main uh, subject of this conversation, is their uh, real time ish presentation of the power of their um, uh, visual uh, ability, uh, the, the visual capability of their AI. And uh, we can see someone like interacting with the AI through a webcam and presenting different objects and action and the AI is interacting uh, with the, the person very smoothly and very efficiently. And uh, and it's very fun because when I've seen the video with other colleagues, everyone was like, hmm, it's very powerful at this point. Uh, the, 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 the way it was presented for it was very like clean and sleek. And uh, people were saying, yeah, is it really, is it really real? <laughs> we can ask the, the question at this point. And a few hours after that, we've seen the, um, uh, official uh, communication about Google saying that, yeah, it's not really how it's working. Uh, we made some editing to make it look like it's powerful and it's like, it's, it's not, it's not the real deal about the AI. And, uh, so they, they, they cheat at some point here to make them look better than it is uh, really, uh, actually. And, um, they, 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 uh, they communicate about how the the action are done actually uh, for, for real and uh, it's very uh, disappointing at this point because well uh, it's not at some point it's better than openai and chat gpt4 and at some point it's really not so um, yeah I, I want to to have your uh, your your feedback about this. What do you think? Uh, do you think that they, they made any mistake about this by trying to make it better than it is real, really? And uh, we know that there were some consequences on the market the, just the same day when the, the action of uh, Alphabet just launched at some point. Now it's back up, but... Yeah, some people were very disappointing about, but very very disappointed about this. Fabian. Yeah. Um, 
So, um, yeah, it's a, um, the the video in in itself is uh, yeah it's edited edited so like uh, the the loading timers are shorter and they say that the uh, prompts and the responses have uh, been edited as well. Yep. Um, so yeah, we're we're not sure of the quality, uh, but I would say like all all videos. All like marketing videos are edited. I'm sure that the the samples from uh, OpenAI and ChatGPT are selected as well um, when they release something. But um, what what is a bit more uh, strange is like they they are not releasing anything yet. Mm -hmm. uh, they are they are making announcements, but the API is like coming soon. Uh, I didn't find a link to 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 register for any like beta program or any access to uh, to any API. So um, like, yeah, is it is it coming or is it completely real fake? Like, <laughs> I mean, would it come at some point or uh, are are they more targeting a different uh, audience than ChatGPT? Um, like they already have Bard, uh, and I don't know if they will upgrade Bard or if it's of if they are more targeting like the API side, uh, business side of people who will use an AI through APIs. Um, yeah, yeah, but if it works uh, as well, like uh, I mean, multimodal. Multi -modal, AI are very impressive. So, um, yeah, it could be great to have a making of uh, of the <laughs> of the of the video because yeah, it seems too good to be true. It's uh, quite amazing. But uh, it's like having an AI person to talk to that uh, really reacts to what it sees, and that's yeah, that's kind of amazing. But yeah, well, the, the the thing I would like to add to to this conversation is about we know that Meta released also like Imagine, uh, Imagine.meta.com, which is basically a mid-journey by Meta. Uh, nothing very impressive about what they shown or released, but the 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 thing I would like to talk about is that we are seeing some giant tech company like Google and Meta releasing those AI. And we are kind of seeing that they are late on the market uh, compared to OpenAI. And uh, you you said it, uh, Fabien, the, they made the, uh, the announcement, but nothing is released uh, on when, when we are seeing OpenAI conferences. Usually they are showcasing their, their new uh, their new technologies and just one hour or a few hours later we can access it so are they in panic mode uh, meaning that they have to release something to show that they are not that late but they really are and we've already discussed about it um, we knew that google was very they had uh, some wake-up call at some point that they were very 
on the, the late train of AI and they are trying to catch up. But by showcasing this, making some fakeish video, it's really not reassuring about their their, their, their real uh, ability to do uh, uh, AI. And uh, we are seeing Microsoft, like, well, completely destroying the market uh, right now. So, yeah. Uh, so I, I know that we 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 had some discussion uh, at my work uh, about the, the the position right now of Microsoft, which is like the one they had in the eighties, nineties, when they had some uh, some trouble with the justice because they were they were like getting the whole market, and, and they are basically in the same situation they are a bit smarter about this just by making open ai on the side it's not microsoft for real so uh, they are they are playing on this but they they are uh, especially with copilot which is now it will be released everywhere so uh, they they have such power and um, and they are really in advance uh, compared to the others so uh, maybe we'll be relieving this era where Microsoft uh, is completely powerful and uh, almighty at some point. Yeah, that might be um, something that is also um, a bit scary is that more and more open source models uh, like free to use models are released. I think uh, this week or a few weeks ago, the French company uh, Mistral.ai, they released a, a model that seems to outperform GPT 3.5. Um, and it's completely uh, open source uh, to use. So um, there is also like, a, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit on the side or on the safety side of the AI drama. Um, so I'm a bit worried, yeah, of uh, the use of these open source models for uh you know spam fake all this kind of uh of usage um gpt 3.5 was pretty good at spam so uh if these kind of models are outperforming uh such uh, uh open ai models then there's some uh worries to have uh, on that as well so yeah yeah i can i can relate to that i i i'm working right now with stable diffusion uh, seeing what it's uh, capable of and uh, for the realistic rendering of people because i i did some some research about fake deep fake and uh, swap the face swap i talked about this and uh, maybe i'll be presenting this to 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 you but um yeah when you are seeing the results of an open source uh model like stable diffusion and the ability to have your own uh, personal you know computation uh, station uh you can generate any kind of face and create new identities uh, for sure with this so yeah it's very it's very intriguing and bothering at, at this point that it could be used by any anyone uh it's very 
easy to use now. You have some web AI embedded. So if you are, yeah, if you are reading some articles and doing some tutorials, you can you can generate like very accurate faces that you can use for uh, not so good uh, actions. <laughs> Seb. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree on that part. Uh, that's kind of amazing what you can do with this technology, but also scary uh, at the same point. Um, and yeah, very interesting to see the communities that are gathering to create new models as well. Uh, we know that for, for some, uh, I see that there is an anime community. They are just gathering a lot of uh, input data and they are trying to find and buy GPUs to, to create this because it's, it's taking them weeks or months to, to, to train. Um, so there is, there is this, this side of, I, I would say, uh, enthusiastic that are trying to, to, to improve their models and bring them to, 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 to the, the open source models that are, that are available. But yeah, the, the main, uh, thing that is uh slowing down this evolution is the the hardware and uh, the price of it so they are doing these those uh uh patreons and so on and people are giving up mo giving money for them to to build their uh farming yeah it's, i don't know if you can see that but I say that but it's a rack of gpus basically for them to to be able to do this uh, faster and uh um this is what is this is the main difference between those huge players and individuals. And uh, this is the only way, well, this is the only thing that is slowing them down. <laughs> it's a GPU power and the time for, for them to, to train those models. Okay, so next news, uh, I saw that uh, Apple is trying to release the Apple Vision Pro on January. They are uh, trying to, to make it uh, faster. I don't know if it's because uh, they are focusing on the second version and they would like to release the first one as quick as possible for them to iterate, maybe at the end of 2024 or at the beginning of 2025. Uh, it could be a strategy at this point. Uh, I don't know if those Apple stores are ready for 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 release because we know that there are lots of organization uh, for them to have, uh, especially on the medical prescription because everything should be in the Apple Store for you. If you have if you are wearing glasses, uh, you should be able to have your uh, prescription and the. Uh, specified lenses for 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 to work with the headset so i i don't know if you went to an apple store <laughs> recently to know if uh, uh, something is is up there uh, but uh, on my side uh, there is nothing showing uh, in the in the apple store in uh, here in quebec yeah no um i didn't see anything yet and uh, I saw the same information as you. Uh, I saw as well, like Apple is supposed to uh, target uh, 400,000 shipments at launch, which seems very high uh, mm -hmm. to me. 
um, and yeah, so <clears throat> I don't know if it's uh, accurate or if it's just like a, an Apple effect <laughs> of uh, people like uh, betting on the people in the, in the, in the industry betting on the device, uh, thinking that people will, uh, the end user will buy it. <clears throat> I, I don't know. Um, it's very hard to, uh, to predict. Is this release plan worldwide or only in the U S because they were thinking only a deployment in the U S at, uh, at first. Yeah, I guess in the first place it would be in the, in the U S only, uh, as usual, I, I would say, uh, uh but yeah and uh just one question about this w would you buy it <laughs> if it comes in january it could be some kind of placement we know that the first iteration of apple products could be worth some money uh, <laughs> 10 in in the next 10 years so we should not open it <laughs> <laughs> yeah keep the box yeah. closed <laughs> <coughs> Um, that's a very good question. I don't, we, did, we didn't decide yet. Um, I think it all depends on uh, uh, our clients as well. Uh, if they are open to this kind of, uh, of technology and to this kind of price. Um, so yeah, maybe. <laughs> Okay, and uh, the the last news, uh, you maybe you saw that uh, there was a, a main event about video games last week. It's a Game Awards, and there was um, a VR section, uh, and the game that won is uh, Resident Evil Village, and uh, the the discussion was started uh by tom fisk uh which is an uh, which have the immersive wire so shout out to him and uh, one of his main discussion or uh reflection is that uh during this game this kind of events only the ps5 games were showcased and uh he find that maybe the the video games community is not aware or is not willing to share this this environment with the other vr community which is a very specific one and he, he asks a very good question about why some uh, main uh, media like uh, upload vr or road to vr are not invited to this kind of event for them to be able to vote and showcase like the other side of the VR community and VR games, which is not specific, yeah, specifically uh, PS PS Five games. So I find this reflection very interesting. And do you think that the video games industry is not interested or is like protecting their share uh, and trying to to bring back VR towards their field and like not? showcasing that much what is going on in the vr maybe more independent um vr games community so uh, what, what do you think it's uh it's very interesting because uh like on the quest uh there are a lot of very uh, nice games um uh, so like uh, assassin's creed uh, which is 
may be uh, available on the PS uh, VR. Uh, I don't know, but uh, it's quite nicely done. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it's very possible that there is a. Uh, I don't know if it's like a protection or uh, uh, what can I say, like a, a by default uh, putting aside the devices that are not super performant uh, or that don't have like this uh, the processing power um, of of uh, PS five. Um, I don't know. And maybe it's reversed, is to showcase more this kind of game, to sell more VR headset just before Christmas. Because uh, I, I don't think the numbers of uh, PSVR uh, device is very high. I don't think there is, there is a lot of uh, community on PS5 right now. Uh, or at least I did not see a lot of review or video of uh, people using it. Um, so uh, I, the numbers are lower than expected, but I don't know how much lower. Hmm. Yeah, but you're yeah. you're you're right. It's maybe just a communication campaign for for them to sell some PS uh, PSVR. Hmm. Yeah, could be that. Yeah, it looks it's it's awesome. Buy buy a PSVR and experience it yourself at home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay, so do you, uh, yeah, uh, Fabian? Yeah, just very, very quickly on that topic, I saw that during Black Friday, the Quest 2 uh, sold like twice, twice as much as the Quest 3. Mm -hmm. uh, well, the, the pricing was really different. Um, so I think maybe it, it was a strategy to uh, get Quest 2 out of the way. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's interesting. Um, it, interesting to see. Uh, either way, that the quest to uh, outsold the quest three. Yeah, I we'll think that the, yeah, it, it would be. Uh, I guess it would be the the Christmas present if there is something VR behind under your tree. It would be a quest to uh, because people are not that uh, naive or whatever. They they saw that the quest two will have some major updates uh, in the upcoming months. Uh, and uh, the the device itself, it's uh, it's very uh, very interesting and very performing. So uh, I guess it was the smart choice during Black Friday to to buy a Quest Two. Yeah. Okay. Anything more to add? No. Okay. So it's a wrap up for today. Uh, thank you guys for for your interventions and and topics. And we'll see you next week.